Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 152nd time, and the first time as a as a 40 year old man, I am uh, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco the podcast. I got Trevor and Doug with me here. Oh man, River, he just keeps rolling. <laughs> yeah, old. for you, bud. I got old. Turned, I got I, uh, just overnight, like just now. Like what's yeah. the um the kid, the evil one, um he he was fucking playing mind games on me today. <laughs> he comes What's home, your plan, like, old man? So die. <laughs> he, uh, we drop the kids off and then I, t- I take the kids to school and the wife stays behind and she was going to try and, and blow up some balloons really quick and lay the presents out and everything for when I got back. And I get back and anyways, the blowing up of the, the big four zero balloons didn't go so well. She didn't know where the air pump was, didn't have the lung capacity for the, um, <laughs> So she comes back and she cracks the door open and she's just like, I'm really sorry. I'm like, it's okay. Fine. It's whatever. Um, anyway, so the kid comes home. He hadn't seen the balloons yet. And he's like, fuck's this? He's like, that's, that's 40. I'm like, yeah. He goes, but how old are you? I'm like, I'm 40. He's like, but how old are you turning? I'm like, I turned 40. We did this a couple more times. And he goes, he's just looking at me confused, but I know he's not confused. And I'm like, yesterday I was 39. Today I'm 40. And he's just looking at me still confused. Yesterday I was 39. Today I'm 40. And then I pick my head up and I realize, I think he's just been getting me to say I'm 40. Like as many times as possible. Like it was like the meow game from Super Troopers. Like he just wanted to see how right many now. times he could get me to say I'm 40. And and saying yesterday I was 39 and today I'm 40 a couple times was the first time all day I felt old. <laughs> so uh, the yeah, girl's the so one. Fast. He's the one who's gonna do it to you. Jesus, man. Anyway, so yeah, um, I'm older now. Wiser. Happy maybe. birthday, buddy. Thanks. We love you. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, it was a good day. Breakfast, had breakfast, had lunch, opened a bunch of presents. Got got uh, a, a Jerry Rice signed mini helmet from, from the Ooh, wife. Oh, baby. Oh, there you um, go. And then she thought she was getting a mini helmet. Turns out she got a full-size helmet, so I got my first signed full-size helmet. So now I've got a Steve Young full-sized helmet signed, mini Jerry, <laughs> mini Frank, mini Patrick Willis. Wow. To go with the Frank Gordon. So if I ever can afford a four-bedroom house in San Diego, I'm going to have a really sweet man cave. <laughs> <laughs> Well played, so, Mrs. Natrio. Well played. 
guys well download if you want if you want me to have a if you want me to have a really sweet background download the fucking podcast like 75,000 times every week and we should be there yeah yeah it's not asking a lot it's not it's free you just got to download it yeah we're not asking you for money directly right <laughs> you yeah you're not even paying us the 2 cents a download it's somebody else yeah do it and tell your fucking friends. Yeah. yeah. Don't be family. the guy that doesn't push the button. All you have yeah. to do is push a button. Yeah. Don't be the guy that doesn't. Or Don't the talk girl. politics. Don't talk politics during the holidays. Tell them about Nacho No Flack of the Podcast. Yeah. And how easy it is to download. Or... My mom did it yesterday. Haven't seen her in years. She did. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what family's for. Right? Well, this is let this be a lesson to everybody around the holidays. Doug's mom downloaded the podcast and he showed up. Right? That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. I'm even going to show my mom what a podcast is. <laughs> Just take your mom's <laughs> phone, open the podcast <laughs> app, set it to download every episode, yeah. and we're good. Yeah. That's do it, it for your entire family while they're not looking. Just be like, Mom, can I borrow your phone real quick? And do that for every single one of the people in your family. From Yeah. And everybody at work. Yeah, and it's school. And it's like, cool. hey, what are you what are you doing? You downloading that fucking podcast like you did for the last 75 people? Nope. Yeah. Just deny. Deny, yeah. deny, deny. Go to the DMV. Everybody's sitting around not doing shit anyway. I gotta go to the DMV. I, I gotta go. I gotta I gotta go to the DMV today. My fucking license. I I I think because of COVID shortages and staffing and stuff, my license hasn't shown up. Um, and it it expired yesterday, so uh, your your boy's going to the DMV tomorrow. So maybe maybe it's on a ship out of Long Beach Harbor, like everything <laughs> else in the world. San Diego DMV is in a bad spot. They ne- they never sent me my registration renewal, so I just rode. I just drove across the country riding dirty. Oof! I love it. <laughs> Oof! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. My car's out of registration too. And you got pulled over. That one's on me. Yep. And you got pulled over. I did get pulled over. I had my insurance and my driver's license. That's what he asked for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those speed traps are gnarly. They get you. They get you through those open road, nothing for miles states on a five mile an hour speed trap. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I granted, I drive a Cadillac with tinted windows. California plate in Oklahoma. You're but you're basically you're ferrying you're you you know somebody who is moving large quantities of marijuana across state borders. Is that's what you're telling those people in Oklahoma? Yeah. Right? Oh, look at this. Yeah. Look what at this. the hell? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. a drug dealer. I then got I a hippie from California. Think he's going <laughs> to smuggle some weed through our fair state? He looks at my big round white face and my dog literally licked this cop in the face and he just started laughing. He's like, all right, take off. <laughs> all right. Enough. It was, it was pretty great. Enough birthday stuff. It's time we get into the, the first start bench cut of the episode. Your 2022 New York Giants starting quarterback competition. You have to start bench cut. Daniel Jones's quarterback competition is camp competition for next season. Three free agent quarterbacks. 
going to be free agent quarterbacks in 20 this offseason. So start bench cut to Rod Taylor, Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton. Trevor, yeah, Trevor, why don't we start with you? I feel it. <laughs> this is this, that came out of nowhere, and here I am trying to be supportive, and you do that to me <laughs> after that fucking game. <laughs> I mean, do you want to get right to the game? We kind of sure. have to talk you about the Giants. Bench, how about this? Bench Daniel Jones, bench Daniel Jones, and bench Daniel Jones. I, breaking, news, breaking news, just, Trevor does not want to cut Daniel Jones. Just <laughs> just start Saquon. <laughs> uh, start bench cut to Rod. Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton. The Red Rocket. The Hawaiian howitzer, the Red Rocket, and Terod Taylor. Oh, boy. Um, I would probably start Terod Taylor, bench Andy Dalton, and cut Marcus Mariota. Doug, what say you? I'm in a similar mindset. I am going to start uh, Terod, pardon me, Taylor. Um, because if you start him, that means you're drafting your eventual starter. And he's going right. to be decent because that's right. what happens with Tarad. So, yeah, so start Tarad, cut or bench Mariota. I just, I mean, Red Rocket's done. Cut him. I'm, see, I'm with Doug on this one because behind that offensive line, you need some mobility. Yeah, um, I guess that's true. And uh, and Dalton would get Dalton would get killed. He'd be destroyed. Yeah, he would die. Yep. And then Daniel Jones gets to start again. Red hairs everywhere. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Giants Chiefs instant reaction. Now, normally, Trevor, if (sighs) if we were to if we were at the beginning of this season and we said the Chiefs needed basically a last second field goal. A field goal inside of two minutes to beat the Giants at home. You'd probably be sitting here going, okay, moral victory. Giants were on the road. Chiefs only beat us by three. You know, there's probably something to build on here. Do you feel like there's something to build on here? Well, the better description of that game is Giants give the game away. On a closing drive. So are we are we calling it a moral victory? No. Uh no, because because no. the Chiefs are terrible. <laughs> the Chiefs are terrible. Um the, the Giants didn't play the Giants played well. Uh, but good teams good teams win those games. Um it, there was a horse shit penalty. Right, that was not a that was not a face mask, um, but the offsides before that, you know, uh, that was a game changing, ending interception. It could possibly be, and of course, they shoot themselves in the foot with some fucking bad penalties. Um, then they have an opportunity with a minute left, and they don't do a fucking thing with it. Uh, and there wasn't didn't a drop. Throw a pick right? six though. He didn't, didn't throw a pick six. Oh, well, that's 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 nice. He took a sack on second down 
with no timeout. Yeah, I mean, that's worse than a pick six. So yeah, so to, so to answer your, I mean, answer at least with a pick six, you get the ball back directly. <laughs> I would say no, it's not a moral victory. Um, no, it can't be. The Chiefs are no, not good it, enough anymore for this to be a moral victory. No, but I mean, if like you said, if you asked me at the beginning of the season, oh, oh, yeah, I'd, no, that was a given. I'd I'm say, just saying, like now. Well, that was the question. The question was the beginning of the season. Um, uh, I, I guess I, I didn't complete the thing. I was like basically saying at the beginning of the season, we all would have agreed this would this is at least a moral victory, something to build on, but it's not sure. that now. Yeah. But just, no, you know, it's not. And yes, we back. have. Yeah, there is. Well, yes, we have a ton of injuries. Um, are the Giants playing better? Yes. Uh, but this was a very winnable game that they didn't win. That's so crazy to me that it's the Chiefs at home. Right. And we're just sitting here going like, dead Giant, Giants really shit the bed there. Yeah. They didn't uh, deserve to win. The Chiefs didn't deserve to win this game. No, they did not. The Giants gave them this game. And that's the most frustrating part of you know the last couple of seasons with the Giants. Uh, they'll show these glimmers of hope, and they'll play well, and they'll win games, and and then they just do this when they give games away. Do you think they're tired from all the laps they ran in training camp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that final drive, dead legs. Um, but okay, yeah. so why why did it take? I I I memed about this. Uh, why did it take? three years now for defensive coordinators to be like, huh, if we just drop our safeties really deep and keep everything in front of us and don't let the really fast guys run behind us, the chiefs are vulnerable. Why did it take this long? And, and I'm specifically in case Robert Sala is asking, you know, referencing a certain Super Bowl. Um, what the fuck took so long? Like, if this is like, we could have avoided all the is Patrick Mahomes already a Hall of Famer conversation if teams just dropped one more safety deep. Seems seems like we wasted a lot of a lot of energy talking about the Chiefs. and and they just don't run the ball. Yeah, they, they, you know what they had, you know what they had today though they had some success running the ball. The guy, a guy who never carried the ball ever once had. Yeah, but his last name was Gore. Almost 100 right? yards and touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I thought so maybe it was yeah. his kid for a second. Automatically, okay in my book. What was it, Darren Gore? Something Darren, like not Frank Gore. Yeah, not Frank Gore. Derek, Derek Gore. Derek better not yeah. be there. Right. It was Robert. What was, Robert better not be there. I think. I think uh, one one thing to kind of follow up with the two deep safeties is they're not. I he wasn't really getting the ball to Kelsey, and when he did, he like that was just that fumble Kelsey had. That was only his second catch of the game. Yeah, I feel like Kelsey should be getting the ball way more. He's their guy. So I guess if you have a I don't know, safety over top of Tyreek and double team Kelsey, I think you're well, on they, your they, way to beat the Chiefs. They showed that yeah, make um, them run they, the ball. They showed they showed that one play. It was it was down. The Chiefs were in the attacking portion of the field, maybe even as close as the red zone. And basically, the two deep safeties just screamed down to double team Kelsey and and Hill, both on crossing routes, and left the other three guys to try and get open. 
And I'm not sure we properly appreciated just how helpful Sammy Watkins was in like the, I guess the gap between like McCole Hardman and Sammy Watkins was way bigger than anybody expected. Because mm-hmm. if you stop Hill and Kelsey, to your point, Doug, the offense is just stagnant. Yeah. I think, th- I think there's also like, uh, Mahomes took a sack. I think it was on the the play right before the the last field goal, where yeah. he didn't have to roll out left. He could have just stepped up and kind of stayed in in a little pocket there, but he rolled left and ended up having to just kind of fall fall on the ground because he didn't want to throw an incomplete pass. But I think he also might just be trying to do too much. I mean, which isn't a which isn't a thought that like is some kind of like original thought that nobody's had this season, but yeah, he's, he's, he's not trusting that these guys are going to get open and they probably, you know, that, that has downstream ramifications of, Oh, if he's just going to roll out and, and do something crazy, then I might as, I, I might as well wait for him. It's just, it's, they just don't look in rhythm. Yeah. Which is so fucking he, weird for the, and he had another, he had another interception that got he got they got lucky that was brought back by a penalty on that was right. that was that on the last drive or the one before there was the offsides that that was called back and then there was another one that was barely dropped it like went through Hardman's hands it was like thrown yeah. behind him Hardman I think got his hands on it and the it just barely hit the ground before it got to got to the the yeah the giant so um, yeah just. I can't believe this is the Chiefs team we're watching. I can't believe the Super Bowl loser curse is this strong. I mean, multiple turnovers in five straight games, right? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, he's he's basically Jimmy G at this point with a cannon instead of a water pistol for an arm. <laughs> like, game doesn't start until Patrick... That's, gotta, that's, that's the new meme next week. Game doesn't start until Patrick Mahomes throws an interception. Right. Just gonna swap him out for Jimmy G because Jimmy G looked like a fucking stud this week. We'll we'll get to that later. Um, uh, so here's the Giants trade for his ass. I left him out of the 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 top thing because I thought that would be too easy. Um, but yeah, I mean, you'd take Jimmy G as your starting quarterback next year. I don't think so. No. No. And there's the sick part is that I still think there's hope in Daniel Jones if we get a line. That, I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. there is. He's he's played fine, yeah. I guess. Right? Like he's played all right. He, he really hasn't has. been stormy the whole season. He's it's it's like cloudy with a chance of rain. Daniel Jones. Right. Um. Huh? But yeah, I mean. Would you at least take Jimmy G as competition for Daniel Jones training camp wise? Because you've got to make sure. a call. Yeah. You, the, yeah. The next, I, I would say I would say that would be a strong competition. The next decision point for the Giants is: Do we give him his fifth year? Do we pay him like a top ten quarterback for his fifth year just to hang on to him? I mean, I I feel like they will. I, I don't think I feel like there's not enough heat in New York on him. 
even in New York, there's just like they're kind of being right, like, oh. which is which is strange because they were going to noose up Eli, you know, two seasons after a Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, they're they're not. There isn't this like get this fucking bum out of here thing. It's just not there, which is strange. There's a lot of support for Daniel Jones in New York. The Giants or certainly least... aren't the the Giants certainly aren't the Yankees, are they? Like in terms of like pressure. Um, they they are, but the Yankees are expected to win every year, so so they're not. You know, I guess right. The, the Yankees are expected to win every year. Uh, if they don't, if they have two off seasons, then it's like. You know what the fuck is wrong with the Yankees? They got a clear house. Cashman's out. Like all this shit, right? Um, the Giants uh, still have two recent Super Bowls. I think the Super Bowls in New York last a lot longer than the World Series, just because Yankee fans are spoiled. I, I mean, I think it's just that the the way that the NFL is is built versus baseball, right? The NFL, right? You know, you're you're there's you're only supposed to have a couple year run in baseball. You can have an infinite year run if you have enough money. Right. Exactly. Well, was said better than I did. It's a gift. I'm I'm 40 now, Trevor. It comes with the, the wisdom is. Ah, yes. Yeah. Great boss. Knowledge. <laughs> um, okay. So with the Jets win, we'll get to that later. And the Giants loss. The Giants are now officially the worst franchise in the league over the last five seasons. In the league or in New York? No, and it will both. Both. <laughs> Did Trevor put the phone down? <laughs> Did, <we lose? laughs> Did we lose Trevor? All right, let's get that's off. Not, the that's not true, is it? it in the, over the last five seasons, the Giants have the worst record in the league. What? Worse than the Jets. They were tied with the Jets going into this week. Jets win, Giants lose. Is that real? Giants, that's real. I posted on my story. that's surprising to me it is isn't it like you'd pick really surprising you'd pick three or four other teams certainly you'd pick maybe five or six other teams before you even got to the giants yeah but shit i guess blake portals even got jaguars that's like like the first team like the fucking jaguars but yeah then they make the playoffs yeah, the, yeah, they almost went to the fucking Super Bowl like three years ago. Huh. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay. Well, yeah, good to know. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, what are we talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> Doug, you're in Tennessee now? Uh, yeah. Nashville, Tennessee. I got here Friday. Um, was going to leave today, but decided to stay. I haven't seen my family in a long time. My sister has a niece I've never met, and uh, she's a pandemic baby, so she doesn't like strangers really too much. So I'm trying to buy some, uh, trying to buy that love. Um, while you're there, will you be trying out for the Titans running back spot? I could get some goal line carries, I feel like. I could take some away. But, um, I mean, this first thing, you know, when I saw Henry's injured is no shit. With all his carries, it was bound yep. to happen, right? Is anybody surprised? It feels like It feels like a podcast that we're on would have talked about that a few times. I think we yeah. did. Yeah. And, so and you know, I, it feels like a podcast that talked about this and kept bringing up the rule of 370 also probably shouldn't have drafted Derrick Henry, but I still did that. So yeah. you think you think a podcast with 100, 100 plus years of experience plus the not Joe curse, Derrick Henry was never making it out of this season. Yeah. Um, so not surprised. No, no, that's a that's a big shrug and a, okay. Well, and it looks like they signed Adrian Peterson. I'm kind of stoked for that though. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see Adrian Peterson get a bunch of yards here in these. He, next... he probably will. Yeah, I mean it's not all Derrick Henry there. That's a fucking good line. Yeah, there's another running back I would have picked, but you know Adrian Peterson's fine too. You know whatever. Francis. <laughs> um. All right. So speaking of not. Not making it through the season, seven layer not so changing up seven layer nachos this week. I want it to be more collaborative. It's going to be more like a potluck. Everybody brings their own ingredients, but uh, coaches on the hot seat. So we're going to pick the the seven coaches that are on the hot seat, the hottest of seats. Sizzling, um, like like a, like a nice leather. Like like a like a nice leather interior when you get in and yeah you guys got a the le- leather seats in Australia by the way just hit different it is a different sun down there boys like yeah. oh man it is different um, all right anybody want to go first 
Trevor, uh, do you have any suggestions for coaches that may or may not need to be on the hot seat? No. No, not at all. Okay. Doug. I mean, I'll always kick this off with Urban Meyer. And a, <laughs> and a question. Urban Meyer. Of course. Uh, yeah. Of and course. Again, Matt, Matt even I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying his seat is hot, but again, I still think he, rather than him being fired, I think he's going to quit. But Urban Meyer is a good start. And of course, yeah, Matt Nagy. The COVID having Matt Nagy. People, um, people were thinking that I was going to be like, that I was sad that Matt Nagy was going to miss the game, but. I was glad that the Bears were at full strength. I'm not going to lie. Uh, right? You hate seeing you hate seeing any team <coughs> playing at a disadvantage. And right. you know, if a healthy Matt Nagy is going to hold them back, then sure, man, pump that guy full of the COVID. Give him COVID twenty. I don't care. But let's get the Bears. Let's the Bears are a proud franchise. I mean, they should be, but they could be. They could be a proud franchise team just never had a quarterback justin fields look good though. all right um urban meyer matt Nagy. i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go with the one and seven brian flores hot seat i mean how much influence do you think he had with the watson deal well the 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 rumor around the watson deal was that the texans and them had a trade the uh, Texans got wind that Watson was going to settle the um, right some of the lawsuits. Settle like twenty two, all twenty two lawsuits or something. Went Jesus. back and were like, "Pay us more." They wanted. They basically then were like, "No, give us more money, more you know, draft capital, whatever." And then the Dolphins like kick rocks. Um, so. Sounds like the Texans didn't really have an actual interest in trading him. Is what it's that's what it feels like. Like if you're gonna unless like unless what they were willing to take for him was like a first round pick or something. Right. But I don't know. All right, so we're three into seven layer nachos. We need four more coaches for to complete our 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 dish. Um, how about your boy up there in rainy little Seattle? Old, old Peter J. Carroll. Is, uh, is it time for Pete Carroll to get the old yeller treatment? We need to take him out back. Put him out Oldest of coach in the league. Yep. Oldest um, coach in the league. The, 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 the team has fallen apart without the quarterback. They still have the coach. I mean, they, they whipped on who they beat on the Jaguars. But that doesn't count. I can't believe no. I picked the Jaguars to win that or to at least cover. I thought for no, sure no, I that that. Would, that was so stupid. I did too. <laughs> that was just so well, that they were was coming just, off a win. That was greed. In that, well, they're coming off that a win. was just hubris and greed. Yeah. <laughs> that was so they're com- dumb. They're coming off a win. Come on. Right. Trevor, you got another one? <sighs> If the Chiefs keep this up, no. Is, is there a conversation about Andy Reid? No. Nah, he's legendary status. Not at all. All right. All right. Um, um, I, 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 
I said well, at the, the Vikings of the, are the Vikings coach, right? I was who I was just about to say. Um, uh, like we said at the beginning of the season that this might they might not be bad, but they might finally do the we can't keep fucking doing this. One of them's got to go, and well, the coach has been around for eight or nine seasons. Um, but yeah, Zimmer and Zimmer fucked up bad. Like he's in our. Uh, he might be one of our own. He's our only record. We'll just skip right to coaching to lose the game. His double timeout disaster where at the end of the game in the press conference, they were like, why'd you do that? He's like, yeah, I forgot. We just called a timeout. That's a bad sign. That's not good. Mistakes happen, but um, Vic Fangio, I think is uh, not that I think he deserves it, but like, you know, them trading Von Miller while they're four and four. It feels like they're not like that interested in in making a run at the playoffs, yeah. and that's that's a terrible sign to send to your sixty something year old head coach. That like, oh yeah, we're this guy who's still productive. He hasn't, you know, he's only had half a sack this month, but he's still mostly productive. Um, they got a good enough deal. The Rams just hate their draft pick so much that they had to get rid of him. I'm going to go Vic Fangio. We need one more. Trevor, who are you thinking? Anybody that comes to mind, Trevor, that might be on the hot seat. Nope. No, ju- no judgment. Yeah. Nope. This is judgment-free zone. Nope. We're not here to Come judge. You can, you can pick any Joe. Just pick one. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> All right. How about Ron Rivera? <laughs> I was going to say. I feel like he retires, though. Yeah, I mean, the guy did just beat cancer. Yeah. In season. Right. Yeah, and that's, so. and, and, and we're not even, and that's just Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll accept, um, I'll accept Ron Rivera. I also would have accepted Joe Judge. Joe Judge would have also, uh, Hello? finished out our, uh, Giants head coach Joe Judge. Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, degenerate gambler of the week. This is my favorite fucking segment every week, by the way. <laughs> this is my favorite fucking segment every week. I'm living vicariously through these people. I have neither the stones nor the the uh, mental health nor the um, capital to pull off these fucking bets. But some fucking degenerate spent 1000 american dollars put down 1000 american dollars on mike white in his first start for the new york jets no sorry for his first start in his career playing yeah, right. for the new york jets against the team with the best record in the afc he bet a thousand us dollars that Mike White would lead the league in passing in week eight. And he won $125,000. What kind of fucking psychopath makes that bet? Dude, doesn't that make you think? Dude, that makes me, doesn't that just make you think this, this shit is fixed? Like this guy knew something. Who does that? It, it, yeah, I mean, 
But I mean, like, I if, if Tom Brady Vegas. doesn't throw a pick six, because Tom Brady threw for 375. If Tom Brady doesn't throw a pick six, he probably loses that bet. Yeah. $125,000 he won betting $1,000 that Mike White would lead the league in passing this week. What a fucking nut job. I just... I. I'm not sure. I don't even mind all the 16 team things. Cause like, Hey, somebody's got to get lucky, but that person needs medication. That's not a divine stroke of like, Hey, I've got a, I got a hunch here. That no, is that's, just, that's degeneracy. Right. And that is just utmost. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mike White look good. Good. For, good for Mike White. Good for Mr. $125,000 winner. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that's that's the game's fixed. This guy knew something. He's got a guy in Vegas. Or he's just like, holy <laughs> shit, look at the payout of Mike White leading the league. Like, fuck it, I got an extra thousand bucks. Let's do I something mean, stupid. That, that's, that's, what, that's what it was. Yeah. That's exactly it's, what it was. That, that's somebody betting on odds, right? Biggest. Yeah. That that's that's a that's a group of guys getting together and and that's a dare, is what it is. I bet and I bet you won't do this. Sure. You think you got money amongst a couple of fucking degenerate gamblers? Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, some of the awards: offensive, defensive player of the week. Uh, I've got J- Jared Goff throwing the ball away on fourth down. <laughs> Uh, Kirk Cousins two minute drill. Um, which if you were how if you were trick or treating last night, all vaguely resembled the Daniel Jones two minute drill. Um, Kirk Kirk Cousins had a he he had a chess pass yesterday. He like Bob Cousy chess passed a football. Good for him. Um. Uh, the LSU wide receivers in Cleveland, and Not our our, for, our fourth nominee, Carson Wentz from his own end zone, throwing a pick six with the old left hand, opposite handed. Yeah, opposite handed. You, that was when you when you throw it with your left hand, it feels like somebody else is doing it. <laughs> and it wasn't him that threw the interception. The stranger. Speak for, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, you're yeah. a lefty. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so those are your four options. Jerry Goff throwing the ball away, which is just is adorable at this point. Um, the, Kirk, the Kirk Cousins two minute drill is, uh, I to be expected, basically. Um, Carson Wentz throwing the pick six from his own end zone with his left hand, or uh, either of the LSU wide receivers in Cleveland. Doug, would you like to make first selection here? This is start bench cut. This is just all awards. This is just offensive, defensive player of the week. Okay. Um, I, I would love to talk about the Browns, but it's got to be Wentz. Um, <clears throat> just that guy just finds a way to give the ball away all the time. Um, have you? Did you guys see Teddy 
uh, Brewski previewing that game? No. Dude, he predicted. I'll send you the video. It's on Twitter. I'll send it to you. But he like he literally predicted every single shitty thing that Carson Wentz did in that game before the game started. He did not predict a left-handed pick six. I'll send no, it to you. We, <laughs> Did, um, wait, are you telling me he did predict something that close? No, he didn't say left hand. Okay, okay. Um, but he, I'll send you the video. You'll you'll enjoy it. Um, but I think that's got to be it. But a close second is definitely Jarvis Landry. Um, we're on a game winning drive, two drops, fumbled the ball away. Uh, and that was an angry game for me. And and Odell not coming down with a with a. Pass he should have one hundred percent caught because he heard them footsteps. Business decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Browns play calling. I don't know. There's there's people on Twitter blaming Baker for that loss. We had seven drop balls. Like Landry fumbled it away. His completions percentage would have been eighty seven percent without those. You know, if those guys are catching those seven drops, so. Um, Cleveland also, fans are fucking idiots. What, he's playing with a labrum torn three different ways or some shit. Yeah, yeah. He's got a torn labrum that is also frayed. Have you ever frayed a labrum? Um, and then he's got also a broken bone, same shoulder. Um, but yeah, all those, all those, you know, geniuses in Cleveland like to put all the all that loss on Baker. Cleveland fans are disgusting people. I'm fucking <laughs> sick a, of it, dude. This, this is, is a, why. This is why I left that state. There's so many stupid fucking people. It's, it's <laughs> like, dude, it's hard to breathe. Um, I I fucking can't stand them. I'm so happy I don't live there because I've been going door to door punching people in the face. <laughs> this, is about, this, this is about this. This is about in the rant where Doug where Doug reminds everybody that most Cleveland Brown fans are also Buckeyes fans. Right. Um, oh, I'm corollary. past that. These people, like, <laughs> I don't care if you like the Buckeyes or not. These people are fucking idiots, dude. All over Twitter, it's ridiculous. I don't even know why. I would, like that, reading these people blame Baker for that loss is worse than the loss itself. They just, it's, it's like they don't know what to do with their hands. They just, they, they they're fucking so stupid. Yeah, like, dude, write your name on your underwear. Don't, don't vote. vote. <laughs> don't, don't reproduce. Yeah, don't have children, please. Holy shit, man! I mean, just it nobody had to. Yeah, These people are so fucking stupid. Especially after he that you know, uh, end uh, end of the game, he gets hit late out of bounds, no flag. Yeah, and just bounces up and Baker's right, like yep. right there. It's like this guy's a fucking superhero. He's a gamer, yeah. dude. I like he, um... he is. He really is, and he just brings the fucking juice, man. Every game. Yeah, that and is a that is a guy you should be proud to have on your fucking team. It's time to start. I mean, I like Stefanski, but I, I like some of that play calling. Like we, they weren't even trying to run the ball in the first half. Best run. I mean, we have the leading rushing team in the league. He's not. He's not getting carries. Like can't can't get the team off the field on third and fourth down on from defense. Like this Joe Woods guy is just not getting it done for, in my opinion. Um, it's, it's frustrating, but it's, it's just not, it's not all on Baker. It's, there's issues with the coaching. There's, you know, we're the most penalized team in the league right now, um, which I put on the coaching that's discipline. Um, so I, I think the 
coaching needs to get better. The players need to be more disciplined. And the fans need to fucking stick their thumb in their mouth and shut the fuck up. Thank you. <laughs> That's Thank my you for time. coming to Doug's TED Talk. <laughs> oh, boy. But, and here's, here's the other thing. You're four and four. The season's by no means over. No, that was our first division game. We have five more division games, so they can turn this around. I'm not giving up on the season. I just hate our fans. Yeah. No, I know. I, this is that was more for them, not for you. I'm not saying like, "Hey, Doug, relax. You're four and four, right?" Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're more, fucking morons. It's so more like you're what... you're four and four. Like for fuck's sake, I'm. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to act with with a good team. Yeah. I mean, That's honestly, like, dude, they like, never should have give these motherfuckers Baker. No, they, dude, they don't deserve it, man. This guy, I mean, and, and the, the weird thing is, like, have you seen the Browns play football the last twenty years? You're right. <laughs> like, a little bit of gratitude, folks. A little bit of who gratitude. Who are these people? And what do they do for a living? Holy shit! Well, for for the first things first here, they live in Ohio still. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. IQ test in and of itself. Right. Dude. Still here. So so all the Baker haters out there, if anybody out there is blaming that loss on Baker, please DM me. Send me your address. I got some uh, Southwest <laughs> points. I'll come yeah, he's, the, he's I'll, on I'll the road. Where, he... I'll fly to where you are and hit you on the head with a tack hammer because you are <laughs> not smart. <laughs> at at not Mel Kuyper if you need uh, <laughs> off your chest regarding Baker Mayfield at not Mel Kuyper um, yeah, let's and, just, and, let's and just... make no mistake I'm not sitting here saying that Baker Mayfield is an elite quarterback but he is a top 10 to 12 quarterback and with our offensive line and running game that's good enough to make a deep playoff run plus, plus a very solid locker room guy and a leader yeah yeah X Factor stuff. Baker's yeah. exactly the guy I was talking about when I posted a week or two ago about don't tell me that so and so quarterback can't you can't win a Super Bowl with so and so quarterback when Peyton Manning from 2015 won a Super Bowl. Like seven touchdowns or those like nine touchdowns, 17 interceptions in nine games. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah, guys won that Super Bowl because they they had Peyton Manning on their team, and, they, and that was enough for them. <laughs> Don't care what shadow he is. Yeah, he I mean, it's, it's um, I mean, but yeah, dude, I mean, even last year, I mean, I know Tom Brady's the man, but Tampa Bay won that Super Bowl because of their defense, right? So people are fucking idiots. It's just hard. It's hard to digest. But yeah, I did, the- I did the whole Super Bowl. Like, I did think I was looking at names. That I think Baker is just as good as or better that have won Super Bowls. You want to hear some? Yeah, Let's rip them off. All right. Doug Williams. Okay. Jeff sure. Hostetler. Sure. Yep. Mark Rippin. Yep. Yeah. Troy Aikman. Yep. Trent Dilfer. Yep. Yeah. Brad Johnson. Yep. yep. Right. Old old man, like you just said, old man Peyton Manning. And Joe Flacco. Sure. 
it, yeah. Nick in Foles. Agreement. Nick Foles. So, so those guys have won Super Bowls. Those have been guys that have started a Super Bowl and won. Yeah, but yeah. the but the Browns can't win with Baker Mayfield. You forgot you I'm forgot thinking. a guy that won too. Fuck no, no. Trevor's had a. I'm not going to do that. Trevor's had a bad enough tonight. <laughs> we've, we've you know what? And Doug, I, on the whole human race thing, I just spent the day in. Um, beautiful los angeles oh bless your heart at universal studios mm. that is actually oh. my favorite places in the world oh i mean it was uh, the 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 place itself is actually decent yeah not i was absolutely not. shocked by how many adults were there <laughs> it was 98 percent adults it's monday sure on the on the kids rides <laughs> like like secret life of pets <laughs> all adults i sat next that... to one riding by themselves because i went up with i was one of three so i was the odd man out so i took you know i had to i had to ride ride solo and so you just here, look like here. you just look like a single man riding secret life of pets and and if you and if there is a picture of me riding that that's exactly what i look like <laughs> and here's a I don't know middle-aged less than middle-aged woman just watch how we're just, throwing this term around these days just right like less than middle-aged like in her probably early 30s just very excited by herself to secret be on the life secret life of pets, pets right yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. fantastic um, the amount of people in Harry Potter land which you know what I, I i was shocked and then i realized that harry potter's old those books came out a long time ago the, and the, the, some of the adolescent man. adolescent kids reading those are now full of adults and they you know they are excited about it uh but there were really full-grown adults just all up in the harry potter gear all up in the ropes all up in their house uh scarves and shit all up in the headrest all See, up in, just... the vid- in the video <laughs> dancing in the videos there, there are a significant amount of like attractive females some of whom i follow on instagram have been known to follow with female or two um that love harry potter love harry potter yeah i mean and that's what i said like i i then said you know what that that one in particular was acceptable because of the timing of of when harry yeah, potter came out 20, and how wildly like popular those books are in movies. yeah sure yeah um but anyway, on the hatred of humanity thing, um, me and crowds now is, is is tough. Now I am now like it's so much worse. I am so much really? less tolerable of, of human beings. Yeah, I I just and then you know not driving, uh, being a passenger on the way home. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I don't I don't passenger anymore. Especially I, yeah. I try not to. I haven't passed her in a long time. That's probably half the reason. Um, because you know i and i'm not i'm not dissing uh the roommate at all she's a, a very capable driver. She's, she's looking at you right now isn't she no uh-uh. blink, she's probably blink twice no no um <laughs> i just I, I i i'm on the if you want something done right do it yourself part, part of my life and um boy but but just the fucking people on the fucking road Oh, 
six lanes of all out <laughs> all right, fuckery. Back to fucking football. But oh god, I'm just like die, die. You all deserve to fucking die. <laughs> all right, so unexpected like, like, performance. Hey, of the guy, week. going going sixty in the fucking HOV lane. <laughs> the, the, all right, unexpected performance of the week. Um, LA Eagles. drivers. Eagle. Well, that's come on. That's 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 my next one. That's that's sure. expected performance of the week. All right, we need um, a tangent. We, it was going too well. Unexpected performance of the week. Eagles forty-four to six. Jimmy G three hundred twenty-two yards, two rushing touchdowns. Two rushing touchdowns. Only 49ers quarterback to have ever thrown for three hundred and two rushing touchdowns. Jimmy G, Steve Young, Jeff Garcia. Miami, not Kaepernick, huh? Uh, not three hundred yards and two touchdowns. I feel like you had one of those one of those games at least once. Okay. And then the goddamn New York Jets. We just need one. We're sell. This is an award. It's just and and listen, we can all disagree on this, but I'm I'm giving it to I'm I'm giving it to the goddamn New York Jets. I am too, Mike motherfucking White. You have to. Good job, dude. I mean, it's not like. It's not like uh, you know they got lucky and won. They put up what was the score of that game? They put up like thirty something points, right? Yeah, yeah. He threw four hundred yards, four hundred five yeah. yards. I mean, he threw two picks, but he also threw touchdowns in that. And they ran the Philly special for his two point conversion. He threw for one hundred twenty five thousand dollars yards. That's what he threw for. <laughs> Fucking assholes, man. Dude, I'm getting, I'm getting like a Mike White tattoo somewhere. I'm getting entire jersey tattooed on my back, life size. <laughs> I'm just going to be showering with a, in a just, but just half, just on the back, not like all Green. over, just on Green. just a nice deep Jets green. I am tattooing all of his stats at Western Kentucky and his completion <laughs> percentage from that game on my right shoulder. Uh, like Mike, I'm gonna need your uh, transcripts from high school. I'm gonna get those tattooed on uh, down my thigh. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and just ship those over to me, bro. What's your social? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I bet on that game. I, I lost it, and I'm fine with it. Like, if the Jets are gonna win like that, and what do you say? Send that yeah. asshole who bet on Mike White to lead the league in passing a fucking bill. And without their be- best receiver. That guy should be paying off other people's bets right now. You yes. should just like take ten grand and be like, send me your betting slip for the parlay that I fucked up. Um, <laughs> and I will pay you back. Um all right, so we're agreed. It's it's Mike White and the goddamn New York Jets. Um, all right, uh, a new award. This one I'm hey. calling the more they stay the same. Um Kirk Cousins, 184 yards passing in prime time against a good team. And your other nominee for the award, the more they stay the same, Chargers, making everyone think they're going to be different and still being the Chargers. Both good options. Both very good options. Who you got, Trev? (sighs) Cousins. I still have faith in the Chargers a little bit, Cousins. It's just, it's just uncanny. Put that man in prime time, and he cannot play football. 
He, I, he's so I got called out a little bit. He's had like he had the Seattle game and he played well. He's been, he's Kirk's been dealing is like a fairly common thing in my comments. Um, but Shocking. still, like the the Seahawks are not a good like they're one of the worst defenses in the league. This was the Kirk Cousins we expected. This this is Kirk Cousins right here against a good team, even at home. You're, you're saying good. You're, you're saying good team like Cooper Rush wasn't the starting quarterback, right? I'm like the rest of the team is good. Yes, I just wanted to put that in there. They're six and one. Like that's a you know, but yeah, he got outdueled by Cooper Rush. Coop nasty. Coop. So I'm sure everybody Jeez. had Cooper Rush, Mike White, and Trevor Simeon. <laughs> locking up W's this week against the Bucks, Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Stupid sport, man. Yeah, it's terrible. Football, dude. I can't, so I can't believe we we spend this time, this much time trying to predict a sport where so dumb. just any given Sunday, Mike White's going to throw for 405 yards. And then got next week going to come back and throw like seven interceptions. Yeah, like four picks at least. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I, and I like and Salah was saying Salah basically just said like Zach Wilson who? Yeah, he was like you'd be a long term starter. Yeah, he's like yeah, and he basically said there's no reason Mike White couldn't win the starting job here. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Good lord. Um. All right. Jeff. I just I would just like to take a moment to talk about Hey, speaking of hold on, can I, I'm sorry to interject. Okay, go. I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? No, go you, ahead. Might be, you might be talking about the same thing I am. Speaking I, I, of I was... whites. <laughs> speaking of whites, Devin White. Whew. Devin White with one hand on a jersey. Not a horse collar taco, which we thought was what took Jameis down watching it live. That man had one hand on his jersey and completely changed a grown-ass man's direction running full speed and tore his fucking knee up. Yeah. That that man is a fucking animal. Yeah, what which is actually which is actually a decent which is actually a decent segue into um while I pr- I appreciate the Devin White appreciation segment. I mm-hmm. D- Debo Samuel is my favorite 49er. Oh, yeah. For He's on fantasy team, baby. He is so much fucking fun to watch. Yeah, he is. 350-yard games this season. He's like top five in the league in receiving. 200. They've got a stat now for yards over expected. So basically, where you catch the ball on the field, how close the, the defender is to you. And then you're going to get some extra amount of yards. And then there's overexpected. He is leading the league in yards overexpected by like 60 something yards. He is almost 200 extra yards more than they, than he's supposed to have based off where he's caught the ball with how close these guys are on. He took a screen pass with like six guys around him, 84 yards on third and 20, right? Yeah, third and yeah, third and long for sure. But like, just um, he is so fucking fun. 
Yeah, he's cool. He's a running back with with the ball in his hands. Once he gets yeah. the ball in his hands, he's yeah. just and, and but he's got, and he's starting to he's starting to get. You know, he had the fifty yard reception where he's going up for the ball and kind of like semi one handed, like cradles in his arm. Like he's competing for jump balls now. He's turning into a real. He's not just like the the you know the the little shovel the 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 shovel receptions and uh and like you know reverses fake, fake reverses that are really pat that are you know they're passes but they're real they really look like runs like he's a he's a real fucking legit receiver like he's ch- he's he has changed multiple games this season in in one play like there was the game against um uh I think it was week two but they were struggling and Jimmy finds him over the middle and he goes 60 yards just out of fucking nowhere. And then twice yesterday, I mean, he had six catches for 180 yards twice yesterday, just completely changed the game. Niners were down 13 to three, I think, and struggling like people, people in my DM saying like, Jimmy shouldn't come out for the second half. And, um, Jimmy puts a bomb up there, puts 50 yards under under one. Debo comes down with it. They get a field goal. And Jimmy missed him for a touchdown right after that, but we'll forget about that for a second. Um, comes down with a 50-yard ball. And then in the second half, completely changes the game, takes a third down pass and just like rips off 84 yards out of fucking nowhere. He's so fun. I love him so much. He's a fucking stud. He's yeah. living up to the name Debo. Yeah, and his name's Debo. This is always fun. Yeah. Um, all right. So quick questions, quick hitters. Would you rather be the Titans or the Browns right now? <sighs> the Browns have the second hardest remaining schedule. The, the Titans don't have Derrick Henry. And, and how, much have does, AJ how much how much does Baker have in him? Yeah, right. he's, he's, he's one big he's, hit away from the season ending, pretty much. Right? Does he have this? <laughs> does he have that fire all like for the rest of the season? It's early, with a tough fucking schedule. I'm not worried about the fire with Baker. I'm worried about like the sticks that are making up the person. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like he's going to play that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 going to get hit more. I mean, I'm more worried. I'm more worried about the Browns. They have the tougher schedule. They're in the tougher division, right? And Titans still have. I mean, they still got Tannehill's no slouch, and AJ Brown's starting to pick up now that he's getting healthy. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, their running game is still going to be strong. It's not going to be what it was, obviously, but yeah. All right, so just, they were just starting to kind of hit their stride. <clears throat> same question: Chiefs or Browns? I would, take, um, I would take the Titans as well. I would, I would rather be the Titans as well. I would rather I would, be the Titans. I would rather be the Browns than the Chiefs. Um, because the Browns have the second hardest schedule left. The Chiefs have the hardest. And they are also in last place of one of the top divisions. And trending downward. Somebody was in my comment saying that just watch. The Chiefs will win this game and it's going to change everybody's perception of them. Like, this, is a, this is a fucking home game against the fucking Giants. Like fucking Giants, you're yeah. not supposed to sneak this one out, guys. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, this this should have been starters out in the fourth quarter game. And again, they've played they've played more games than anybody the last two years. That has an effect. Yep. Um, and and Jet- and they're just missing a lot of pieces. Their entire you know their entire starting line, right? Who the Chiefs? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what their injury situation is. I I don't feel like I'm. I but I mean, didn't they lose? They they lost what three linemen from last? Yeah, season? but they, they rebuilt their line in the off season. Like it was a it was a point. Like they they were supposed to be. And it's not. Their their problem is they can't get guys open, and they can't. They're yeah. not getting. They're not. They're not getting guys left alone in the secondary. Yeah, I mean, they got Orlando. They brought in Orlando Brown Jr. at left tackle. Joe Tooney, right, from the guy yeah, used to be good guard on the Patriots. The Creed Humphrey center they got from Oklahoma was the, was the highest-graded offensive rookie lineman at, for, you know, through the first four weeks, I think. I don't know if he still is. Um, I don't think it's their line. I think it's, like we've said, Mahomes pressing and defense. You've got to cover those two guys. Um. All right. The Jets now have two wins against teams that basically would make the playoffs if the playoffs started today and still might, right? I mean, if we still think the Titans are going to be okay-ish. Um, and so you get the the and then the um Bengals, who were the number one seed in the in the AFC going into the this this week. So yeah. Is is it working? Is is might this work out for the New York Jets? I mean, I, I, I feel like nobody says that they look past teams, but the Jets gets get looked past, especially with this, you know. I think the Bengals aren't mature enough uh to take that game seriously, uh, especially with the backup quarterback. Um I, I they've they've beat two very good teams. And well, I think you- that will be on everybody's fucking radar. So are you saying gonna, that are you saying get that full playbooks thrown at him? Are you saying that first grader Zach Taylor, who still spells his name Z A C, maybe didn't have the team prepared to play the New York Jets this weekend? I'm gonna hundred percent yes that one. Did you see did you guys watch that game at all? Uh, I was what the highlights. What did you see the end of it on Red Zone? Uh, so at the end of that game, the Jets got the ball back trying to run out the clock. Yeah, that was <laughs> and they throw the ball yeah against a team that has three timeouts and the two minute warning left so they Bengals didn't use any of their timeouts yeah and the Bengals make a i thought they made a stop on third down did you see the helmet to helmet penalty they called on that yeah. guy for the Bengals yeah that was, that was bull, absolute bullshit. garbage and that's why they lost i think cuz if Joey B's getting that ball back i got a feeling he's going to get in position I, yeah, I would no. agree with you. The Jets did not uh, finish that game well. So that they, was that was tough. They've Speaking got Speaking of not finishing the game well, the fucking Broncos. Holy shit. Did you see that sequence in the, on that last drive? No, I actually did. Were they were they right at the goal line? No. Is that No, they it was they had I don't know 45 seconds or something like that to run out the clock. In their own, you know, on the from their twenty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They put the uh, ball on the ground. It was like sack, incompletion, 
and then interception. It was some absolute like they were like there was no reason for them to be throwing the fucking ball. Yeah. With 40 seconds left or taking sacks. But Denver won. Well, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, taking sack. That's sacks a good thing. That's not a bad thing. But in that situation, but it was just trying to like they needed to be a, a, a plan to lose the game fucking nominee in that situation. Yeah, I probably I probably missed one there. Yeah. All right. So um little exercise for us. Sean Payton. Obviously, Saints beat the Bucks. Saints seem to really have Tom Brady's number, um, at least in the regular season. Um, and it got me thinking about where Sean Payton ranks kind of all-time-ish. And so I, I was looking at NFL coaches that only have one ring. Here's here are some names, and we'll kind of this is kind of like the the Baker Mayfield thing Doug did, did earlier. So we'll just I'll just go down the list: Sean Payton or Andy Reid. Who are you taking? Sean Payton or Andy Reid? Yeah. Ah oh, man, Andy Reid's got some meat on his bones. I'll take Andy Reid. I like the big guys. All right. <laughs> Sean Payton is low key big. That's what you were saying when we when we were talking about. Uh, What's the dude Kevin James playing him in some movie? Yeah, he's he's not like he hides know. it well. Yeah, I mean, like I've seen enough like I've I've seen enough videos of him running down the sidelines, like you know, like screaming about a pass interference call that like he's got he's he's not slender. It's not Kyle Shanahan we're talking about here. Okay. It's like how it's like how Belichick doesn't feel like you don't feel like Belichick's like a really big dude, but then it's like, oh wow, you've you're girthy. Anyways, got some um, Andy Reid. So Andy Reid or, or Sean Payton, Trevor. I'm gonna go Andy Reid too. I just don't I don't like trust Sean Payton. All right, Sean Payton or Bruce Arians. Probably Sean Payton because I don't know Bruce Arians. Just, I, this, I, this is just gut. I'm just like in this is just gut like this quick lightning round. Yeah, Sean, so, Sean Payton. Um, Sean, Sean Payton. Payton or Arians. Sean Payton. Okay, this one's easy. Doug Peterson or Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Fuck Doug Peterson. Seriously. Right. Gary Kubiak or Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Pete Carroll or Sean Payton? Sean Payton. Sean Payton. John Harbaugh or Sean Payton? Harbaugh. Sean Payton. Okay. I love Harbaugh. Mike McCarthy or Sean Payton? Sean Payton. Probably Sean Payton. Mike Tomlin or Sean Payton? Mike Tomlin. Uh, I just watched that guy run a fake field goal with his kicker <laughs> that got like, dude, like he got destroyed. That was the dumbest call I've seen. I mean, the, the Browns were in a, like a prevent, go ahead and take your three points defense, and they still tried to run that fake. So, fresh, fresh memories are saying Sean Payton. All right. Tony Dungy or Sean Payton? I, I like Tony Dungy, man. I'm going Dungy. You know, I would have said Dungy automatically, but I've 
I read a couple of articles about his kid. And I, the one that, yeah, the one that passed away. And I just, I don't know. I kind of lost all respect for Dungey in that situation. Really? Yeah. Um, Bill Cower or Sean Payton? I'm not giving any Steelers coach any credit, Peyton. <laughs> I Bill Cower. I think Cower's probably time has been very good to his legacy. Like I, I think in the moment, it was more surprising that he was winning a Super Bowl than than not. Um, Gruden or Sean Payton? Sean Payton. <laughs> yeah, Sean Payton. I mean. Sean Payton is basically Gruden. It's just a softer version of Gruden that didn't burn out. And but like, you know, anyways, uh, Brian Billick or Sean Payton? Sean Payton. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know if I, I feel like I sound like I like Sean Payton way more than I do in this. This is kind of my point is that like, I'm going through all of these coaches that have one ring. And so here's, Leaving off, I'm I'm leaving off the guys that, you know, I'm leaving off Madden, Weebank, Stram, and McCafferty. These are the guys from the 70s. Yeah. But, like, I would rather have Sean Payton than Mike Ditka, Seifert, Switzer, Vermeil, Billick, like, a bunch of these guys. But I'd, I'd agree with pretty much everything you guys have said. So, basically, the list of guys on this that have one ring that I would rather have than Sean Payton, Andy Reid, Mike Holmgren, and I'd probably rather have Tomlin. But I'd understand if uh, I'd, I'd understand if you'd say differently. But like it's Andy like from from an offensive standpoint, it's really only Andy Reid and Mike Holmgren. Yeah. Sean Payton's a Sean Payton is a arguably a top three, certainly a top five coach for the one ring crew. He's really fucking good. Yeah. And Boyd, that guy goes from 12 to six when his quarterbacks get injured. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that is like, that is what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm about to get so much fucking credit. <laughs> I will say though, he definitely scored some points with me because he was getting emotional about Jameis and even said he cried. Yeah, and and you and everybody knows about the soft spot we all have for Jameis. I'm I'm yeah. devastated. Yeah, it's it's fucking terrible. I feel bad for him for sure. Yeah, poor kid. Um, Devin White's fucking strong. Patriots yeah. actually got Patriots actually Patriots actually got a good win. They'd beaten previously beaten the Jets, Jets, Texans, and Jets, and then they beat the Chargers. And um, Kyler Murray's sounds like Kyler Murray's definitely playing this week against the Niners, even though he may have a sprained knee. So just throwing that okay. out there. See how that goes. Throwing that out there. Um, so starting to even out a bit across the league. This week was a bit of a, as much as we were talking about how shitty of a week it was, it was a, you know, Monday Monday morning quarterbacks. It's uh, It was an entertaining week of football. See, I disagree. I think it was still a shitty week. I mean, the, 
the Bucks Saints game was better than it was supposed to be. Like if you know, it's like this is that whole like tell me. I thought that was really tr- Trevor Simeon is going to be playing a right. pivotal role against the Bucks, and what's the final score? It's certainly not Bucks by or Saints by two scores. Um, no. you know, it's like Bengals Jets wasn't supposed to be a good game, but it like that's like that ended up probably being game of the week. Sunday night football sucked. The Monday night football game sucked. This wasn't a good week. And maybe they're just scheduling them like this because it's like up against the World Series. And there's other shit going on and Halloween. And like, I I understand them putting Kirk Cousins on Sunday night football for when it's Halloween. That makes sense to me. Right. It's like, oh, it's like he's we know who's going to win. It's not going to be Kirk Cousins. We don't need the drama. Nobody's watching. They're out fucking trick or treating. Good night. At least on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, it feels it feels like hockey. Are we in hockey corner range? Oh yeah, it is Monday, huh? Yeah. Uh, my just so you guys know, my <laughs> sleeping in the room next door and next to me, so it's not going to be my usual. All right, boys. What a week it's been on the ice. Just that's all I got. <laughs> just you, you just you, you just didn't even come prepared for hockey corner this week, huh? <laughs> no, uh-uh, that was it. That was that was it, huh? Uh-huh. That's kind of sad. You want to talk about the Black Blackhawk sexual abuse investigation? Sure. I mean, I can. Yeah. Dive into it. Doug's in here risking waking up his niece, and <laughs> you can't even bring your normal 35 minutes of hockey material? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm fucking, I like, I like, you know, give you a segment of every single week. How do we get this thing to two hours if, if you're not going to do a full hockey corner? Yeah. I think the LA, the LA situation took it out of me today. I almost fallen asleep. Man. All right. Well, Poor listen, guy. I would like to apologize to our listeners. Um, you know, if you made it this long, uh, you know, as a, as a, as a parting gift for you, um sticker packs i'll uh i'll reduce to five dollars for seven stickers uh including the trevor's hockey corner sticker um so you know we will we will make this up to you um this is just this is not how we play football around here and cosign uh, uh, retweet but uh you know i mean if if i was joe judge somebody would be running laps right now that's all, I'm saying. all right all right <laughs> and we're it. out. I thought I thought you cut it fucking ten minutes ago. <laughs> no, 